computer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Holistic Yogi Podcast. I'm your host, Kamala Ingrid. In this podcast, I'll be hosting a variety of amazing guests who have accomplished their life's purpose, and they are sharing inspiring stories on how they push through challenging times and also to achieve fulfilling lifetime. This podcast can and will be inspired, will inspire you to pursue your goals and much more. But before we begin, let me tell you about me. I am an ERY 200 hour yoga teacher trainer, a holistic mind coach, art flow yoga, somatic flow, and founder of the active release therapy balls. You can now download my app at Kamala Ingrid, now uh, available on Apple and Google Play. The app offers some of my tried and tested programs, such as my 21 day reset, designed for pro uh, professionals who are in need of re uh, resetting their lifestyle via food, workouts, yoga, and meditation. The app offers tools for mental health and online support groups and so much more. So let us begin now. And today my guest is Courtney Evans. Let Hi. Hi, and welcome <laughs> to the Holistic Yogi Podcast. Tell me Hi. a little bit more about you and let us uh, let the audience know who you are. Uh, my name is Courtney Evans. I am 38 years old and I am currently in the process of getting my candle making business out to out into the open and into the world. Um, starting slowly, starting slowly, you know, just at great local green markets and uh, local metaphysical stores here. That's awesome. um, but eventually I'd like to break out and really spread my wings and just branch out into different places other yeah. than just locally. Awesome. Awesome. So let me, you know, let us, uh, we talk a little bit about, um, you know, like what got you here, what brought you to where you are and like, bring us back about Courtney Younger and what were some of the trouble parts of your life that you had to go through to get to where you are today? It's always a little hard for me to touch on a topic like this, just because I come from a past that has been very Conditioning started at a very young age. Mm -hmm. um, the conditioning started with my mom that branched out, you know, into many, many years and, and leading into my child's father. She's, you know, she's six. Mm -hmm. um, I never, I spent my whole life never really feeling like I belonged anywhere in yeah. particular, never really feeling like I was good enough for anything or for anyone. Right. Um, you know, once I went through the turmoil with my child's father, I realized, you know, once actually I had my daughter, because, you know, a mom, once she becomes pregnant, realizes, you know, things need to change if things are not right. Um, so I just really needed to take life by the reins mm -hmm. without the opinion of others and mm -hmm. for myself and for my daughter. And, and finally, for what I believed and do all the things that I believed that would be a good path and a, and a good life for my daughter. Well, you um, about, yeah, I'm you sorry. Mentioned, you mentioned about manipulation, narcissism, or some of the things that you worked with. In, yes. In that. Um, Describe that a little bit for those that are listening. I was with my child's father. Um, I knew him for about 15 years, um, but I finally let him in and um, we were together for about seven years. Mm -hmm. And it was a very, it, it always starts out great. You know, everything always seems to just fit, you know, um, but after a while, um, I started healing myself, um, spiritually and, um, it was just one of those, one of us grew and the other one didn't, of course. um, 
he was very verbally abusive. Um, it, it did get physical a couple of times. And once it did, that's when I realized that I needed to go. So what woke um, you up? What, what was that aha moment that you had? There was just a situation where he had put his hands on me in front of my daughter um, when she was really young. And I realized in that moment um, that that was not the type of life that I wanted my daughter to grow up and see. Mm -hmm. um, I, what was I her reaction? She was still extremely young. Um, I want to say she was, she was either a little bit younger than a year or she was about a year okay. um, old. And so she didn't really understand what was going on. You know, she, she knows now that she's six, she knows that, you know, mommy and daddy don't get along and there was a lot of yelling, mm -hmm. um, but she doesn't really, she never really understood. Um, they don't understand, but they feel energetically. She was very shocked. She was very shocked. And I saw the look of being mortified on her right. face, like what's going on, you know, before I grabbed her and I left, but that was pretty much the moment that I realized right. that, okay, it, 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 it got physical. Now it usually doesn't stop right. and I need to fix this now, you know? So I grabbed her, I packed up my things and I had to, I had to leave. I had to leave. Where and, did, um, what, what did you do to kind of take the first step to processing once you left? What were some of those things that what at the time, I was a stay-at-home mother, and so it was very hard for me to um, just go. But, you know, within time, I ended up getting a part-time job. I met some really nice people, and I became a roommate, which wasn't exactly ideal. But it helped. You know, having my daughter either. But I did what I had to do, you know. Um, a lot of that time period, I was used to having my mom, you know, help me with everything. But it was a time in my life where... I needed to put my big girl pants on and I needed to try to figure things out for myself. Right. I needed to show my daughter that you don't have to tolerate certain behaviors and it's okay to, to walk away for yourself to better yourself. It, it, it's, there's just certain things in life that you don't have to put up with. Correct. And it's okay to try to live, live a life of your own Correct. within your own beliefs. Right, right. And I also noticed that you mentioned um, when we spoke, you talked about tapping into like a spiritual journey. Yes. Let us know what that is for and <laughs> kind of like what exactly are you referring to? The spiritual journey has kind of um, taken place in my life, starting from a little girl. Um, I always, I've always been able to feel energies around me. Mm -hmm. um, just being younger, I never really understood that it was an actual energy. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, the feeling of having to look over my shoulder. Um, you know, when you're younger and you're a child or even in your teens, you don't really completely understand about the spiritual world yet. Okay. Um, I think times might have changed. So there might be some youngins out there that actually do understand what I'm talking about. But um, it's, it sets more of, it, it instills more of a fear when you feel like you're being watched or there's something behind you or that constant have to look over your shoulder. And, um, I also had an experience with crows when I was a little girl 
and that led into my complete obsession with crows now. Um, they're very, they're a very strong spirit animal mm-hmm. in the spiritual world. Um, so I want to say what really changed for me and when I realized I had gifts that I wanted to share with everyone was through what's called the awakening, because everyone has the spiritual journey, which is where you start realizing that you, that you notice certain things about yourself that are different from everybody else. Like you start realizing those things that, that make you look over your shoulder. Those are like real feelings. Like there's something really there. Um, the spiritual journey, um, you start isolating yourself because you start feeling different. You know, you, you let go of old things that no longer, that no longer serve you for your highest good. Um, the spiritual journey happens differently for everyone. Sometimes it's extremely painful. Um, for me, it was because during the time period where I had left my child's father, I had to look deep into the darkest core of myself and realize my faults and my wrongs and heal past wounds in order for things to change. My life's not perfect, but if I was going to make anything better for me or my daughter, I had to realize all those things about myself. And then it wasn't up until just about a year and a half ago when I went through the awakening and the awakening was realizing through education, whether it was through spiritual advisors or educating myself through spiritual books that I actually did have gifts. Um, When I moved into my new home, um, you know, a couple of years ago, there were some things that happened in our home that made me call on a spiritual advisor, you know, things flying off the shelf, kind of creep you out type things that I realized I needed more than just me. (laughs) We couldn't just ignore it. Um, So I called upon her and when she came to help me do a house cleansing, I started realizing things about myself, like how sage makes me feel. Um, I even actually have a couple of different sages that I prefer. Um, And then that led into getting an altar and that led into me being completely and obsessed with tarot cards. I do Oracle readings, tarot readings, actually use about four or five decks in one reading. Um, I, I, you know, I just started scheduling appointments that way. And, um, I, people tend to look at you a little odd sometimes when you call yourself a spiritual sensitive. Um, what I, I mean say by that. that, no, I get it. I get it. Cause I was like that for so long. Um, you know, so I totally people, get it, but I people found- tend to look at you when, when you say something like that, cause they're like spiritual sensitive, they look at you like you have five heads, but that's, you can sense when energies are around and it becomes something incredible when you learn that you can actually communicate. But it's not that. What I want people also to know is that we are all energies. If you go back to the primal ways, if you look at the animals. Yes. If you take our eyes away, take one sense away, which is the eyes, let's take this out. Our senses will get heightened. Exactly. You go back into just tuning in to touching, feeling, smelling you can heighten you will feel presence yes. you will feel because we are energetically yep everything you know, around you, we are surrounded by energy 
all exactly. the time. So and if you try to dig deep really into it and try to figure out what every little thing is, it'll drive you absolutely crazy. Every living, living thing <laughs> has energy. So, you know, and if you ever heard of the, um, uh, the experiment of this, um, Marimoto, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to be pronouncing it wrong, but he was a scientist that did um, a whole experience on water. So he would take three glasses of water. One, he put a hate, I, you know, right. I hate you. Another one, I love you. And the other one he loves. And each one, when he tested the water of the love, hate, and the neutral one, the love had these beautiful crystals. The hate was stagnated water. And the other one was just, just there but nothing right so it just shows you that energy what you put out is received through yes our, through everything through water through food absolutely through. so it, it is it is you know just people just don't want to look at it but we are energetic beings yes we are the whole entire world is the world wouldn't be able to survive without energy exactly so that's um, that's pretty good so yeah don't feel bad I, you've got one to no. those points like <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned to just accept the looks that I get or the comments that people make. You know, everyone is free to their own beliefs. Absolutely. You know? And you don't need um, to. But I know what I'm capable of. And I know how I know how powerful the divine feminine can be. And I've definitely tapped into that. And it's a deep subject. You know, I've realized that I can channel energies and communicate through writing. And um, I've communicated with my mom who's passed of lung cancer in 2017. I've communicated with my fiance's mother and actually she has a way of bringing herself around. She actually sounds like she is a very dim voice in the background somewhere. I can't necessarily make out what she's saying but she speaks and lets me know she's here. My mom on the other hand, she'll actually cause a power surge when she comes in. I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so how my mom, <laughs> nothing's changed even in passing. Um, cool. My family, you know, once my mom passed away, you know, she was the backbone to our family. So we all kind of lost communication over the years since she's passed in 2017. And when she came to me, she gave me a, a duty. Okay. Um, part of, you know, a spiritual awakening and having gifts is, is if you receive a message and you know who it's for, the only way to rid yourself of those feelings of it. If it's something sad and it makes you feel sad, um, the only way to rid anything makes you feel angry. When you have a message, the only way to get rid of that feeling is releasing it. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had to call siblings that I haven't spoken to in eons. And yeah, you know, they, they thought I was a little out there, but that's what happens when you yeah. are spiritually inclined and you have these abilities, you realize it and you give people what you can and they either take it or they don't. But I know that after that, you know, I called every single sibling because she had a message for every single one. So I told them exactly what she said and I felt better afterwards. I wasn't carrying the burdens anymore. Right. You know? So you felt like so. you actually were able to let that go with yes. what happened. So you were able the to release that. Yes. The releasing with her. Yes. I mean, you, there's still some healing going on because I could hear when you were talking about it at the beginning. So it's still yes. a work in yes. process, but you find yourself now, when you started tapping into that, how did you bring in the tarot and connect the two? 
Um, well, when I was about 16 or 17, um, I had been gifted by my oldest brother's wife, uh, uh, angel cards. Mm, and I remember cool. playing with those cards and I completely madly, truly deeply fell in love with those cards. I used them religiously. Um, when I really put my energy into those cards, you know, I went all in. Um, that's about as far as I got, as far as being spiritual when I was younger, I wrapped my cards in a cloth so that my cards could constantly have my energy. Um, and I remembered having those cards and I, you know, over the course of time and moving and everything, I misplaced them and I, I got angry at myself and cause you know, now it's like, I know so much more. But then I was like, let me not get angry. Let me see if I can go to the store and I, you know, a metaphysical store and I can see if something calls to me because they always tell you to take whatever, you know, whatever calls to you, whatever you're drawn to. Right. Don't overthink anything when you walk into one of those places. If you are drawn to like a crystal in particular and you can't stop staring at it, that crystal's meant for you. Normally when you read up on it, when you go home, or if you read up on it while you're there, it'll reside with you. Absolutely. Um, so I was walking down the, the tarot card aisle with a friend of mine. And I mentioned earlier that I had an obsession with crows. My whole entire existence, I've never seen a tarot card deck that had crows on it. And lo and behold, something made me stop in my tracks. And I found this tarot deck. Ah, the crow tarot. I remember those. Yes. All of the cards are similar to like a regular tarot deck. You know, they have the major arcana, the lower arcana. Absolutely. I, I felt so natural when I opened up the cards, you know, you know what you're meant to do, you know, how connected. yeah, you know how you, you, you feel it. You just know within your soul. And, um, that turned into, like four or five decks and oh, I'm still I know. Not you can't stop because I, um, I, I remember that feeling once yeah I, I, yeah I came across I didn't like the original tarot decks I wasn't called to them and I remember I I always wanted something very artistic and this is when the first time while I'm known came out with a very artistic eye completely yes along the lines yes. of what I like that I bought I I put myself on the waiting list for it yeah I bought the deck that sounds like something I would do (laughs) but I loved her artwork I loved her imagination and she took the tarot and just turned it around into something more artistic and beautiful and and it was exactly what I was looking for and so when it came to me that that particular one became my um it it went with me everywhere in that car Uh and lo and behold that car gets stolen and oh. whoever stole all my took the tarot decks too. I oh, was so wow. upset because not only did they take my yoga mat, they took my tarot deck. And I said, oh, all yeah. things they could take here, they take those. You could always buy another mat, but those cards. But the thing is, I was so connected to those cards. Like you said, it yep. was drawn. It, I could feel the energy. I could understand. Yes, it, it you knew they were yours. I you have knew tons they were yours. of other ones and it, nothing spoke There's to nothing me. like those. And I've never bought another one because it was something with the energy of those decks. Yep. And it's interesting how you for you. And I was just so upset when they took it, but I guess it had its time. I always say when things are taken from you, it's okay. It's shared its time. So I ended up moving to Pixie Curio. 
her um, her other deck and I made it more colorful <laughs> so uh, okay and cheery this time but yeah I I, um, I had also the animal spirit one from uh, the wild unknown too which I, I have <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy because I'll have like if I do a reading I will have the crow terror as the major the, mm. the first part then that leads into a power goddess oracle deck that's beautiful um which I live by um I'm obsessed with that deck actually and um it'll let you know you know I'll have you pick three cards and it'll let you know the goddesses that are calling to you and watching over you for right now and then it leads into what's your spirit animal and then I have a fairy deck um so it the, the fairies have a message and the crazy thing about it is when you practice enough and you get to know your cards they always say the wisest tarot readers or oracle deck readers when you first initially get your deck the best way to, to get to know your deck and share your energy with that deck so it becomes your deck is to pull a card a day yeah pull a card a day and really look at the picture see what it means you feel yeah. that Feel the energy from that card. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy to me because I found all of these decks that, well, actually, I don't feel like I found these decks. I found like, I feel like they found, they found me somehow. They found you. And when I do a reading and I do all of them together, there is, <laughs> there is a lot of reiteration. Like the decks will definitely coincide, even though they're all completely decks the decks just have this flow for that person that I'm reading. Oh yeah. And it all pertains to the question that they've asked upon that the they asked for. Yeah. It's an energy that they, I get a lot of sometimes and I don't read much unless they're just for friends or whatever. And when right. I see them, they come back and they're like, how did that happen? How did you know that? <laughs> it's your energy. Exactly. <laughs> could, it I is. Could, and I could feel it. But let me ask you, I just remember, you know, I was thinking when I came across it, I was very skeptic at the beginning, even though I was drawn to energy as a young child. Um, I came across that whole tarot and medium with one particular young girl at the time. Well, we remember her name out, but I remember she shows up because of what someone I had over a family, a friend, family friend that was visiting me. She had her daughter there visiting me from uh, out of town. So this girl decides to, I guess, heard about me through her daughter and wanted, begged her to ask me if, I, if she can come over. I guess she saw or read something from me or felt something. So she right. walks in the door and I'm looking at her like, okay, hi, you know? Yeah. All this time she's reading my mind. She's like, you're skeptical about, you, you don't believe in this. Stuff. And I was like, <laughs> In my mind, I'm thinking, what the heck does she know what I do? <laughs> but she's picking up all, she's picking up everything. And now I'm like, okay. And she's like, how about if I read you? You want to what? <laughs> read me? Okay, sure. I take it to my, at that time I had my studio. So I take it to my studio. We go in the room. I said, we'll just go over here. I let my friends in the, in, in the main room. And at that time, my dog, my first dog um, had passed away. He was very close to me. It was one of those dogs that I was connected to in a way that I didn't have to tell him anything without him. He knew he could just feel me, my energy. It was we were right. connected. So when he exactly. passed, it hurt me. You know, I, his yeah. loss. It was like part of me died. 
That's what it felt like. She starts channeling, channeling. And I'll never forget this feeling because I was like, she taps into the part of my dog. But I'm thinking, well, anyone could have known that because my, my friend's daughter could have told her I had a dog. So, okay. And I'm looking at her like, yeah, sure. Okay. And she goes, well, here's a part that no one would have known, you know, other than myself, because this part I never share with yeah, my that's, friends. Yeah, that's how and that works. Then she goes into, well, you slept with him. He sleeps. Oh, he used to sleep with you by the bed and he always slept on this side. I, I, and I'm like, okay, so now you got my attention. Okay. And, you know, this is before, you know, she starts explaining little details like that, that are, you know, only I know. By now, my ears are perking up. So I'm like, right. All right. And she goes, well, his spirit is still here. He hasn't left you. She tapped into something so hard. She goes, he's still here, protects you and everything. Yeah. And I just started just kind of crying because I was like, it's funny. I felt his energy. She says, yeah. Because I said at that time, I remember hearing him crawl under the bed. That's what something used to do but we didn't have the dog yet. And I was just like, I remember, you know, feeling like, what's, what's that sound? And then two days later comes my other dog that just passed away a year ago. She pops in and she would never, in the areas that my valve used to sit or walk or even protect, he would be thinking he was a guard dog. He would sit in front of the, the room and I'll never forget, Lola would never tap like go in there because she right she sensed right. it wow and I, I, you know it's those little things like that I was like wow she's yeah right and then it, it kind of drew me in and then I, I started asking her how do you why do you need the tarot because I, I I like it for fun but I don't need it I just right. like to guide me right and that's when I started getting curious about tarot and that's when I started diving into more about you know how this works and but it took a little, I think I needed something like that. to kind I of like, feel like, I feel like not to cut you off, no, but I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people have a little bit of fear or, or, is. or like disbelief, but I don't know if I want to say fear because for me, it was um, a disbelief in a sense of, because in of course you you it also is your family you know you grew up with families right. that don't believe in it so right. it's like right. and they look at it like something weird but like I, I feel like people sometimes look at me when I say like the tarot cards and the world deck I feel like they just envision like this witch's hat a crystal ball and I'm going to tell the future that's not what it is like I like for me um for me it's a lot of self-discovery yes you can find things out about yourself that you should have already known or you do already know but you haven't really given yourself that chance to 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 how can I say it like I'm just gonna say yes like it's 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 a lot of self-discovery but it can also serve as guidance Mm -hmm. it can give you advice on things to a certain extent because you know everything is always up to you and and how far things can go can i make something clear i just would like to let people know the tarot is not something that you have to live by it's a guidance because it It is absolutely we can change our our direction with with anything now 
it, it forms a form of a guidance, but you can you can alter your state of mind yes. and yes. your results also if you want to. So, yeah. but I, yeah, it's I just a have to past. say that because I've seen people get so obsessed with it and then I'm like, oh. yeah, no, no, no. The obsession with it is, it, it's really within themselves. So they feel it is, that they have it to is. So I, 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 I want to make it clear and not to get obsessed with it because it's not, and not yeah. to live by it. It's something that you can use as guidance and, and not to get obsessed with it, but you know, yeah. because then you have to question yourself. Why are you so obsessed? Cause it's not just that, that means there are other things in life that you will be obsessed with. I think that's exactly to say, you know? And exactly. so that's good. Actually, I'm very happy that you actually um, have found that in, in this whole, you know, situation. So what else are you doing now? Like spirit to awaken that spirituality and, and really dive deeper. Well, into um, through meditation um, and through the power Oracle deck of the goddesses um, that turned into, I don't know, a lot of people would probably say that I'm crazy, but I don't care. Really? I, I know what <laughs> I'm finally to the point in my life where I just, I find what works for me and it, I, I've never been happier at, than at the stage of life that I'm at right now. I've never been able to freely express my spirituality, um, and be myself. I totally um, agree. I mean, it's hard for a lot of people when they tap into this and I have a friend um, in Puerto Rico and she reached out. She was someone I certified of many years ago and then we lost contact as she moved away to Puerto Rico. And then about a few years back, we Instagram came along and somehow we can reconnected through there. And she uh, called me one day just to connect with her. And that's when I found out she was doing tarot and oracle and she reads as well just like you you know does this stuff for a living and she was like Ingrid you can you know you can do this and you can be on on, on you need to put yourself out there and I was like <laughs> I had this thing this cloud of like I don't want to be on social media I don't want to talk I don't want to do anything I have a fear I have a fear and this took a it lot wasn't, it out wasn't, of me it was just doing this yeah but I, it's more because I'm, I'm more quiet so it's like it's hard to be out in this you know new wave of online thing and it took a lot because I was very I I couldn't I would choke up if I was on in the camera and a lot of my friends that know me very dearly some of them already saw it it took a progressive slow you know steady move of getting better over time right and right interestingly right. enough I'm here now with yeah, zooming, yeah. <laughs> podcasting, diving in, got an app going. I, it's crazy, all the stuff. I've and you done. sound natural. Like you sound like you've been doing. Like this has been going on forever. Yeah. Well, that's I got funny, it. But I gotta, I gotta give it to her. Props to her because she pushed me. She's, she was one of the first ones that like out of nowhere. And then now we're kind of disconnected. She's doing her thing, and it's like it's almost like people come into your life to kind of like for certain. You, yes. For certain time periods, for reasons, yeah. we don't always know why. And then I've got to say, I've got a wonderful partner who really backs me up in a lot of things. And, you know, this is my cheerleader on the side. You've got this, you know. Same. And it's a great feeling. It is because it, you don't feel that judgment. You don't feel. And all those little insecurities are completely washed away because now you have someone that sees you 
for who you are. Exactly. Acknowledges it. So it allows you to kind of evolve from that. Exactly. Nothing, you know, so I, I, I understand you completely and being in that, you know, odd ball of spirituality and knowing <laughs> it, it, it brings a lot, but it's, it's a beautiful thing to own because you understand energy. You understand the darkness in order to be in the light. You have to understand the darkness. You, un- you have to understand the, the traumas to be able to pull yes. out and, and become free. Everything that you're saying right now reminds me of shadow work. Yes, it is shower. It's completely shower. So when you, yeah, when you actually do shadow work, you're, you're, it's exactly like you're saying, you have to face your past traumas. You have to feel those things and those emotions that you have had blocked and realize your jealousies, what makes you envious. That's Um, funny. All of those things, you have to tap into those things in order to be able to see something. You tapped into it through the um tarot correct so your whole through the tarot and through through meditation and meditation okay so for me it was more 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 or less it's been through plant medicine which awoken you know woke me up completely it just gave me a whole different perspective and every single time i did it um it brought me it healed something so it was able it was it allowed me and just a week ago i just did it and I ended up going through a complete shift that was amazing that it brought me into an awakening that I haven't had. I mean, I've had it, but it's just, there were still certain things that I needed to tweak. There are more. Oftentimes now, people will go through an awakening more times than just yeah, one. But this awakening was different where it pushed the past to the past. And it yes. gave me that sense of like, a new a new beginning a new baby has blown you know and and I just completely really realized at that moment that everything I've learned from the yoga to uh everything that goes that pertains to yoga like meditation to all the uh studies that I've learned that I'm learning at this moment and the stuff that I've already done how it all ties up and in the end what we talked earlier in the beginning energy it goes back to that and how you view it and how you yes. see it yourself yeah. is the story you create people don't realize it but once it it becomes an aha moment for you it's an awakening yep and that's exactly what it is it's a beautiful thing and i think we put too much emphasis on things and too much on the fear and we forget what it is to live life. We get caught up in the what we don't have in it. Unfortunately, it comes from the Absolutely. stories that our parents teach us, you know, their stories that they were taught. So it goes, it's like a Absolutely. never ending cycle. So it's nice to break it and for you to break yours so your daughter now can overcome that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are you doing with, just- the, with her? Like now, what is your journey as you... So now, um, now that I'm starting, well, I'm, I feel like for me, I'm never done with shadow work. I feel like there's always in my life, some kind of lesson, some kind of experience. There's always something that I feel like I just, I'm, I gotta go through, but it's, it's how I handle it. 
you know, um, in order to move past that. But through the goddess card deck that I was doing, I realized that because when you feel the energy around you yes, and you can channel the energies around you, not all of them are not, not everything's back. Um, you know, I've been able to cross over before, which is something I never knew that, that I could do. You know, I had to gain control over my house. I live a mile away from a cemetery and being a spiritual sensitive, you can feel that my house is constantly lit. You know, I'm like a beacon. I've tapped into my central, my spiritual side. So now it's like the energies might as well start taking numbers in my backyard is what I felt like at one point. Like I felt like I needed to get control <laughs> over my house. I felt like it was pure chaos because there was dark things seeping into my house. There was things that were just lost, confused, didn't even know that they had passed yet. Just it's been crazy. So, so, what do you I, do? so I set up a crystal grid outside of my house. It's where you, it's a, it's a shamanistic way mm-hmm. of protecting your house. Um, it's very spiritual. Um, you go outside, you're, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy because the neighbors, if they come outside, they're going to look at you a little bit weird. Um, but if you're in your, if you're in the comforts of your own home and you feel like you need to protect your home, it goes beyond salt. Everybody's aware of salt. Um, but you can actually take crystals and place a crystal of your choice on the four corners, corners. of your, of your lawn. And you walk the four corners and you say whatever it is that you want to say, you bury them in the ground. I had my daughter do it with me. She was actually, she loves crystals. Um, my fiance did it. So you stomp on the ground, you know, you burn your sage and, and, you know, you, you say your little saying that you want to say, and you envision the crystal grid coming up and above your house. Protection. Um, so I did that and, you know, having the altar it, there's been some pretty nasty things that have made it's their way into my home. And when I realized that I did actually have a true ability to tap into spiritual energies. It was when there was this one that made its way into my house and I actually felt pain in my stomach Mm. and the energy. I don't know till this day, if it was the energy projecting the pain to me because it was just nasty, or if it was projecting the pain because that's what it was feeling. Like maybe it had been through an accident and it was just very angry and, and died abruptly, or I, I still don't know. Those I are feel the like that's, I, that's what I think is more or less the issue. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I, I still don't know. Um, but I had to get it out of my home. And that was when I realized this is real. I'm feeling what this wants me to feel. I literally could not stand up straight and I felt pain in my stomach that I couldn't even describe. It didn't feel like nausea. Didn't feel like I've had my gallbladder removed and, and, and I've had pain for three months because of that. Like it did not feel normal. Mm -hmm. It felt like something had literally gone into my stomach and just was messing with my intestines and it was making me hunch over. So my fiance and I, we were trying to cleanse the home and we finally got rid of it, but it took a good two or three hours because it was determined to stay. Um, once I, once that situation happened to me, that was a very 
that was an awakening moment of, right. of what my, of what my gift and how far I can take my gifts. So standing at my altar, I realized people will talk to people will, you know, talk to God. People will, will go to angels. There are goddesses in the universe that still exist. You know, their energies still are around us all the time. It's not just angels and it's not just God. There's more beyond that. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the energies of animals, like you, you were mentioning, your dog can still follow you around. They're still all around you. Mm -hmm. So for me to realize that I can channel energies that are good or bad, I started channeling the goddesses that I was using in my, my Oracle deck. Um, and in doing so, um, I've been able to get in touch with that divine, that divine feminine energy. And I've been able to feel powerful. I've been able to feel for the first time in my life, beautiful, because that's what they're there to remind you of, remind you of what the power of being a woman, a woman can, I want everyone in the world and everyone listening to this podcast to know that a woman can, beautiful. and a woman will, when she is determined we will. And there's no bigger power than the we in women. So for me to be able to tap into that divine energy and feel beautiful and do that hair whip and feel confident about myself, for me, it was that extra spiritual push. And I wish I had the goddess deck sitting with me right now, but long story to be cut off um, through tapping into the energies of the goddesses, that is how I found my candles. Beautiful. I watched a YouTube video about a woman making candles. I was like, oh, that looks kind of easy. Um, I had already a knack for burning incense in a particular way for every sage I burn. I light another smell like mugwort or juniper um, or sweetgrass as an offering for right. God and for the angels and for the goddesses that I communicate with. Um, so in putting those scents together mm -hmm. and through my channel writing, because now I've realized also in this process that I can write down what they're telling me. If I can't hear the messages, I can write them down. Feel them, yeah. So I started doing the channel writing and they told me to start making candles. It was like it, they were around me when I was watching the video and said, I could do this. Yeah. So nothing like being furloughed, nothing like being stuck in your home during a worldwide pandemic. So I got curious. I turned into a mad scientist. I started ordering wax. I started ordering essential oils. I started doing all the education I possibly could. Of course, I was driving my fiance crazy because in a pandemic, you should be trying to save everybody. But, <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> um, but you know, through his support. And he even actually would throw on an apron with me and help me. Um, I actually have created different candles. I have certain candles that I will make that represent each power goddess in my 52 card deck. Nice. So far I've made three because just, as this year, <laughs> just of this year is when I finally nailed um, the, it's when I nailed my recipes. Nice. It's when I got them down, you know, after all these trial and errors and people test, like, I can't smell anything. And so, you know, <laughs> finally, 
Um, I use in my candles. Can you bring um, it closer to the camera so we can see them? Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. going to do that right now. Um, this one, one is rose petals. I, I use dried, mm -hmm. dried herbs and dried flowers, 100% nice. natural. Um, I use 100% vegetable soy wax. And this one right now is 100% therapeutic grade rose essential oil, which is a very healing oil that maybe not necessarily a lot of people will know. Um, rose essential oil is very calming to the soul, very calming to the spirit. I tend to use it in baths. I love to take Epsom salt baths and do a good detox soap. So they're good for like self-care. Yes. Nice. Yes. Rose is fantastic for your skin. Um, but you have to be careful because if you've never tried rose essential oil before, you don't want to douse yourself in it because you know, some people might be allergic and they don't know because they've never tried. Correct. Um, but I only use therapeutic grade essential oils in my candles. Um, I, there's, I, I always make sure it's derived 100% from the plant. Nice. Um, I, I don't like to use essential oils that have carrier oils in them. Um, so this one is rose and eucalyptus. I make 10 ounce tens. Those are $10. Um, this is a new one that That's I just pretty. made. What's in that? This is, this is, um, a fragrance. This is not essential oil. Okay. Um, this one is ginger pumpkin vanilla. Perfect. I had these purple flowers. They were delivered all the way from Brazil. Oh, wow. Um, this is dried yarrow. Um, I don't know if you could really tell, but this is, um, a very pretty glittery, um, crystal used for oh, yeah. projection. Nice. Typically you have two um, crystals in there. Sandstone. This crystal has actually been around since the 17th century. Wow. Um, and this one is for your root chakra. Um, this one is mukite, then some star anise and some red margarita flower. Nice. Um, and then. And everything is safe is when it burns, warning. correct? Everything when what it burns, is it? everything is safe as the candle lit. Yes, everything there's warning labels on the bottom. Um, the, the one thing that I want people to know about soy candles, um, a lot of people don't know it, What's but that? they're almost a pain in your behind because if you're not watching your candle, you'll burn it straight down through the center oh, or they don't burn even and they burn kind of messy. Okay. Um, if they're 100% soy wax candles. So I always tell everybody, at least with my candles and experimenting, because I always burn one for myself before I actually try to put it on the market for sale. Okay. So um, as a test, you know, what do you have um, to look out for? What I've learned is when it comes to my candles, make sure you only burn them for no longer than an hour to two hours. Okay. And before you burn them each time, trim the wick. It's very important because the wick will either start to curl or they'll fray with any candle. Um, but in order to get a very, a very even pool of your wax inside your candle jar, you want to make sure that you don't burn it for any longer than one hour to two hours. And you always, always, always want to take care of your candle and trim your wick before the next burn. Okay. That's good to know. Um, this one that I'm going to show you is very dear to me. Um, this one is actually derived from the power goddess work deck. If I was to hold up the picture next to the candle of the goddess that represents this candle, it would blow your mind. Oh, wow. Completely blow. It looks like it is her candle. And nice. through channeling her energy, she's told me 
what scent she wanted. She wanted citrus. So I found sweet blood orange, 100% therapeutic grade essential oil. Um, she told me she wanted something shiny. So I used crushed pyrite crystal for the glitter. I don't know if you can see is it. She, is she the goddess of abundance and fertility? Ah, uh, you would think so. Um, her name is Caridwin. She's a Celtic goddess and she is the goddess of potential. And abundance. in Celtic mythology and folklore, she had a cauldron that was known as the cauldron of transformation. Beautiful. Yeah. Abundance. Oh, so yeah. Um, I have carnelian crystals and clear quartz on here, and this is dried calendula flower. Beautiful. Um, That's beautiful. My jars also for the goddess candles, I typically put them in copper, um, copper mercury jars. They Copper tends to draw out negative energies as well. All nice. of my candles, before I make them, all of the jars are blessed with Palo Santo, or some people know it as Hollywood. Yes. Um, there's a lot of energy, a lot of good juju, and a lot of, of just good vibes put in. I love Palo Santo. I love the scent. The scent is almost like pine for me. Yes. I yes. Palo Santo is a, it's got a pine and woodsy, very earthy, earthy. Like, almost like a masculine perfume, of, yes. like a cologne, like oh, a I masculine cologne scent. Yeah. I, I love, love Palo Santo. So when you mix it with the sweet blood orange, and that perfume aroma, you got to think about it. If it's mm -hmm. an earthy scent and woodsy, it's going to kind of go well with the blood orange as orange grows on a tree. They're going to kind of go hand in hand. That sounds so good. interesting. <laughs> and now you got me curious about the goddesses and the candles. You got my, Can you got my attention run to get my tarot deck. Yes, go for it. This is amazing guys. Um, you know, it's interesting when you see people take their part of healing and really using it um, in such a way that allows them to explore who they are through their passion. And she's done it basically through her tarot and spiritual work that she's, it's just awesome. So I'm very, okay. I was just letting them know how it's just been beautiful how you've worked this whole part of your darkness oh, into you. being able to now heal through this, through your passion and using it this way. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So I'm going to show you the cover of the book. Um, this is her candle. Go closer. Yeah. There we go. That's beautiful. I can see it. There's just no way that's not no, no, her candle. That is beautiful. Um, it's gorgeous. That's her. That's Caridwin. Nice. That's beautiful. So, um, you know, through the candles, um, cause I've always, I've always had where, when I've been working my nine to fives, I've always had a job where I'm helping people, mm. you know, whether I've been a waitress, whether I've been an MA, that was, that was the last nine to five I had. And actually it was eight to five. Um, I was an MA for a radiation treatment oncologist. And um, as much as I loved the patients, yeah, I, you know, I just feel like, I felt like I was meant for something bigger. Yeah. You know, any, everyone can go to a nine to five and, and everyone, everyone can, 
be on this, they have to pay bills, which I get, you know, you have to pay bills. We, we all have to, we all have to work, you know, to keep a roof over our head and to keep our children fed. Um, but for me, I felt like as many people are working unhappy, there are people working happy. Absolutely. There are people, whether it's from home or they actually have an office that they go to, there are people out there that are doing what they love. Yes. And like I you, just, for example. Oh, I've been like, I, I started it as a, when I was early years of my motherhood with my daughter, I remember I was caught up in that same scenario where everybody's like, you have to have that nine to five that steady income. I wouldn't last more than eight months. I go right back yeah. to my teaching. And then, yeah. you know, I got to the point that I did this a few back and forth. And finally I said, I made my mind up. I said, no, I'm going to open up a school. I'm going to create my, and I started as orange Lotus at that time. And you know what, when you want something so bad, you find that the universe provides. As long as you don't scare sis, uh, you know, lack, that lack of mentality, it will provide you. Because yes. I have found myself, even with a car accident where I thought I couldn't teach anybody, the job I, was, I had a part-time in the meantime. And it's almost like I looked at that as a blessing, that accident, because everybody that I was seeing on the side um, allowed me to teach them online. This is before COVID came. And they were like, that's okay. Just do a FaceTime. And they still honored what they charged me without you know, want right. less from me. And I was able to heal home and leave that part-time and still be able to make more, which I thought right. was going to be the other way around, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then that's when Absolutely. I said, that's when I said, this is, you know, this is my plan. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I've had my ups and downs of, you know, not having faith in it at times. And of course, that's when I find myself in that, in that rut. But whenever I pull out of that, I come back into everything opens up right and I've learned to just release and let go because I have had that issue of wanting to control things from young age and if it's not controlled the way I want it then you know I'd go in my mind and I would go nuts and before I realize and but it just made it worse it made things worse so now I just like it doesn't happen it doesn't happen it wasn't meant to be I just <laughs> yep yeah. And then all of a sudden it just, it leads me to another path, another door. That's a lot better than the first. And I was like, so I'm learning to just let it be. Roll with the punches. And just go know, with the flow. And just trust. Exactly. And that's yeah, the it's best. actually a goddess in my deck. Her name is Rhea and she is the goddess of flow. <laughs> I love it. And that's exactly what it, since I did the last journey, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm flowing with everything. I just listen to water. Water is the way of like, as long as I feel that flow in, my, in, in me with everything I do. Yes. If I don't feel it or I feel stuck, I go with my, my partner. I go, let's go. We're going to the beach. We take that day to go for an hour and just like reset. Reset again. And we go into a meditation on the beach, sage, and then we, we just feel grounded. By the time You're making home. me want to go with you right now. Yeah, but that is what I do. It's like a weekly thing for me. It's my way of coming back to center. And that's, you know. that's perfect. That's perfect. Because a lot of people don't know that, you know, if you're not like, some people don't know about chakras and some people oh. don't know about balance. I'm the queen of, I'm the queen of chakras. So well, I understand I think, it. Yes. 
Yes. I realize that when you do meditation, the chakras kind of go, it's like a hand in hand almost like you can't do meditation without knowing what your chakras are. No, I'm I feel the queen like. of meditation. When I did my teacher training with my my students, it was like they have to know the chakras. They have to understand the the the, the pros and cons of what happens to them. And they going have to outside them. for just ten minutes is a it's it's almost like a ten minute cure of clearing your crown chakra. Yeah, and just nature everything in general. And sun, nature, and sun is a mm-hmm. way of clearing your mind. Clearing yeah unblocking and clearing your mind. Like your I crown a, is at the top of your head for those yeah, of you. I had a client I don't. today that had a massive, like she has a vertigo and I decided to take her in to breath work today. And I just said, lay down, just breathe. We did a sound bath and I guided her through the whole process. As I fully wrapped up at the end, I said, okay, how do you feel now? She goes, everything went away. it's amazing you you, we hold that energy in certain areas of our body she held it in her head and shoulders so Uh she she threw her her vertical out but that's because she's always in her mind so we put too too much too much i'm like okay now i want you to just keep practicing what we just did later today you're going to take time and practice again and relax and go do your breathing again it all goes back to breath yes you know, for the longest time, I, I didn't even know how to meditate and I didn't realize what listening to your own breath meant. Yeah. Breath work is um, deep. I mean, it's breathing, more- breathing and being in tune with the sound of your breathing is key, is a yes. big key to meditation. You're just relaxing, relaxing the heart, bringing all your vital signs right back to normal, getting you out of your mind. All you have to do is listen to it, feel it, and connect with that feeling. Exactly. Just allow exactly. it to be. And all you need is practice every day, 10 deep belly breaths before you start your day, or take a break when you're in your craziest day and, and breathe and, and reset that mind, you know, from being overwhelmed, you know, because the mind and yes. body are always connected, no matter what. Yes, so exactly. It's important. But that's beautiful. Um, so let me ask you something. What do you see yes. yourself now with this passion, your beautiful passion project a year from now? Like, what do you see yourself doing? With a this? year from now, I'm hoping that I can go beyond the green markets locally. Nice. Uh, be in more stores. Um, and I'm also hoping that I can offer my other services such as the readings, um, house cleansings, um, things like that. You know, I already have come in touch with uh, a shamanic healer and I am studying under her right now. I've gone through the introduction class of journeying, which was, that was amazing. What did you feel? Because a lot of people misconstrue meditation and journeying. They're very similar because you're going well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, to me, it's like, they're similar, but they're not because it's exactly. like you, have to relax. you have to relax for both. Yeah. Um, and when the, you're journeying, you're going somewhere with an intent. Yeah. Um, what so are you using? I, I learned a lot what about myself. Using? Well, the thing is with meditation, you do also go with intent because when I told you earlier, me learning also the difference between journey 
Yes. And also during through meditation. Not everybody can meditate right away because they're too much chip in their minds. Yes. But however, if you discipline yourself to go into it through a guided meditation or guided meditation is amazing. Sound. There are tons, there's yeah. tons of people out there that you could follow their YouTube videos. Guided is a great way to start. Yeah. And um, I, but not everybody like myself, I like also sound. So yes. I'm, I like sound, sound healing for me. I'm tuned with I music. I love sound healing. Yeah, sound, sound healing is healing. fantastic. So when they do um, sound baths, I can tune into those frequencies. Yes. And so for me, that is how I kind of led into the meditation. So not everybody can, some people can drift away into meditation, even if they're guided and fall asleep. And I tell right. you that from 20 year plus 20 plus years of experience of how I see certain people can just, just doze off and others can deal with the guided, but then there are those that the same ones that doze off are the ones that can either delegate with sound music or just those rain sticks. Yes. Yes. Them. For me, I find drums. I love native American drums too. And, um, rattles. Yeah. Well, because you, loops. most likely since you are tapped in also with ancestor ancestrals, you're most likely there's something like me. I'm also the same way. I'm t I tap into the dream, the, you know, the very native American, um, I'm Cajun Indian. So my father was 100% Cajun Indian. I have, uh, from, uh, Pima people in my side and, um, on my father's side, his grandmother was South American. Yeah. Uh, Indian, Indian. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah, you're, those are ancestral things that rooted inside us. So it calls to us, you know, it's right. in, it's in right. our DNA. So it's interesting. It but, is. But journeying, yes, what I realized is that in the end, you can achieve it because I've achieved that through shamanic breathing, the holoponatic yes. breathing, yes. that fast breathing that can yes. give you the same thing without tapping into the plant. Yes. And if you use a plant, it's more for stubborn people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it helps you kind of like, it really is like a slap in the face. It's like, here, here it is, but you just have to be able to be open to it and, and allow the message to come and walk through that door and then exactly. you find yourself in that aha state. But without it, how I can guide my students today is through breath work and through a visualization because I can see who's like me and guide them in that routine with a mixture of breath work, sound healing, and guided meditation. Sometimes I combine them all. Exactly. And sometimes I bring tarot into it. It's what caused the spirit at the moment to do for them. Yes. And yes. I'll work with them in that aspect. And then I start noticing changes in their body. I ask them questions and then they start expressing mm -hmm. what they feel and then they release. And I'll continue on from there. So it's just based on what I feel with them. And so it, it could be done in many ways, but again, it's the same thing. It's just different ways of you know, yes. finding that, but it comes back again to the yes. same form of healing, you know, of awakening, which is beautiful. Okay. It's, it's a little, it's a little overwhelming right now because I'm doing the journeying, but I'm also learning about Reiki healing. It's okay. So I'm, I'm all, I, 
you know, when it comes to energy, one step at a time, it's going to take you a lifetime, but you'll understand it and you can connect through it, through your journey. Because when you intent your intention, I've done journey where I tap into one chakra at a time. And it brings me into a place of like, okay, this is, and you need to work the first three. So you start from the base to grounding. Yes. There is so much you can find out through meditation. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful because when you come through the process of it, you'll end up having information when you can jot down and then you find yourself in that place of knowing how to use the Reiki, knowing how to understand it through the cards. You'll understand it through your meditation and you'll understand yep, it through- they all go hand in hand it does it's beautiful so <laughs> take your time with it don't worry you're oh yeah no come. rush here no rush here i just wish i could have started sooner no i feel like you i have know so what? much to learn <laughs> one of the things my journey said there is no time time is is it's, it's all what it's meant to be is meant to be and the time is the right time you weren't ready exactly. then you're doing the work now so now it's your time to open up and you may jump into it much faster and quicker than others because you are ready. I've seen that happen with a lot. Yeah. Of with just in a year and a half, I'm like hearing, feeling, communicating. Like we're in a perfect time because now there's so much shift going on. Every there's so much that has happened so fast, so fast. Yeah. But you know, just, I just did, I just did a reading on myself, you know, last month. And I was feeling really down and out because I kind of felt stagnant and everything. I felt so that was part of the Aquarius moon. No, that's the Aquarius moon that kept. I felt so stagnant. I'm just like, why am I not moving forward? And then when I pulled the cards, there was so many things and signs and synchronicities just telling me, wait until the end, you know, wait until the end of September, the end of September, everything kept saying the end of September is going to be fantastic. And I'm just like, Okay. And then the end of September came and it's like, you know, now I have so many things going on. I got blessed to be able to be on this podcast with you. And like, people don't understand, like when we speak of abundance, because that's, that's, that's what I feel like is happening for me right now from the universe. Um, when I speak of abundance and the word abundance, one of the messages that I'm feeling like I need to get out in the open now is a lot of people disregard abundance for me and my left ear just went out. So I feel like I'm tapping on the right subject. Um, a lot of people misconstrue the word abundance in meaning abundance isn't just prosperity. Mm-hmm. It's not just your wealth. It's, it's not just the money coming in and out and, and constantly having a grip on money. Abundance is everything. It's the, it's being thankful for the air that you breathe, the clouds outside, the sky being blue, the ocean, the, the, the animals that live in the ocean, the animals that live on land. It's, it's being thankful for your home, being thankful for your family, being thankful for your circle. Right. Um, you know, abundance literally is everything. And when you are a spiritual person like Ingrid and, 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 you know, like myself, you know, you, in order to receive from the universe, it's key that you are able to give back. And oftentimes when you are a spiritual person, you won't even realize how you're giving back, but you are. Mm 
Anyways. Like what you're doing with the yoga and the healing for others with the cards and, and the sound healing, and you are giving back to the universe. You're, you're, you're doing something that you're passionate about, but at the same time, you asked at one point in your life for abundance, and now you're actually able to share it and give it back. So that is, that's how abundance works. Yeah. You know, it, it, there, it, and that's how the universe works, you know, in order for you to receive, you definitely have to be able to give back. And once you can learn how to be able to give back, no matter what it is, whether it's only having $5 in your wallet and you see a hungry person on the side of the road and you split that $5, let's say you have five singles and you give them two and you keep the three. Yeah. Um, it doesn't ways. matter. You know, it, it doesn't, it, it, it really doesn't matter. That was just an example, right, you right, know, right. Um, but because times have changed and a lot of people are scared to roll down their windows anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, but how, whichever way you can give back that, that is so important. It's, right. it's so important because everything hears you. God hears you. Angels hear you. The goddesses and the gods of the universe and all different backgrounds, Hinduism, um, you know, any type of background you are, you know, there's something that's, that people believe in right. and they all hear you. So, and they're waiting because they want to help you. Not everybody has the ability to open up and hear messages or, or anything, but just know deep down inside, if you're asking for any part of abundance, if you give back, you will receive, and you might not realize it at that moment. It might be one of those moments where you're caught up in doing something that you love, or you're caught up being busy and you just realize, wait a minute, I asked for this and, and I'm, I just got this, like that, that's just how it works. Of course. And you don't always realize it right away. You just have to be open. And, and patience. And patience. And patience. Oh, yeah, I know. That was my biggest. I, used <laughs> I, to say I, I have to create a hashtag patience t-shirt. I had no patience. You know, I thought my daughter was going to be the key to my patience. And I still found myself asking God for patience. So you know, that I, realized, <laughs> I realized through my spirituality that you can manifest anything you want into reality, but it's always how at the end of the day, by the time you how you get back and, you know, waiting, patience, nobody likes waiting, but being patient is very important. And I wanted to ask you, you have for our yes. listeners today, you have any word of wisdom for them? Yes. Stop doubting yourself. Love that. If there is something that you love doing, do it. Grab it by the horns and just do it. That's beautiful. That's just beautiful. do it. And for all of the women who feel trapped, feel stuck, feel like they can't get out, stop. You are a divine feminine goddess. You were placed in this world for a purpose. We make little people as women. <laughs> that is that is what we are known to do. We make people. Yes. Um, so, and we bear them and we have them we and we them. grow them. So that is an extremely powerful thing to remember. Women are powerful. And That's beautiful. I want everyone to know that 
if there is something that you love and there is something that you, it keeps, keeps poking at you to do it, just do it. I never for a second thought that I was going to be 38 years old and be a small business owner and start making candles and have everything take off. And then I'm going to be in touch with the spiritual world. And it's what I, I always wanted to be able to have my own thing and, and be a spiritual person, but now it's actually happening. And, it, and, and that overwhelming of where do I begin and how do I keep it going? And, and then just everything hitting me all at once. Yeah. It's what I've ultimately asked for. That's so, beautiful. um, just do it. If there's something you want to do and you want to make money off of it, and it's a way to, to keep yourself happy and doing something that you love, go for it. Awesome. Courtney. Thank you so much. Come to the end You're of the so show. welcome. I thank you for coming and joining me today. And all those listeners out there, if you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And I will also put all of Courtney's information on our podcast today so that way you can reach out for either beautiful reading, candles, you name it. She has it there. We are house cleansing as well. So yes. go for it. So it's, it, we're coming up to the holidays. What better, but, you know, to have a nice candle. Oh, there you exactly. Go. And I do cover the shipping myself. So if you're trying to get a candle for yourself, or if you want to uh, have a candle shipped to you and gift to somebody else, I can do gift wrapping and I cover the shipping. There you go. So you guys have now the holidays covered. (laughs) I thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you everybody for watching and I'll tune in to next time. Again, like I said, I will be now um, having one video a month because I'm going to be pushing more my listeners to really get the chance to, you know, spend time listening to one person at a time. And it gives me time to open up for my Kamala Ingrid app that's out there now, as I said, on Google Play and Apple. So for those that are looking for yoga, meditation, I'm also a coach and mentor. So you guys can reach out to me no matter what part of the world you're in. That was my dream. And here it is. Yep. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.